life ever thrown you a curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who have been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle Slaney Travato, and this is the Living Your Legacy podcast. Hello, everyone. Michelle Slaney Travato here. I want to take a moment to welcome you to yet another episode of the Living Your Legacy podcast. Since I've launched this podcast, I have really had the blessing of being able to meet extraordinary people who are doing just the coolest things in their lives. People who, every time I speak to them, inspire me to think, my gosh, what more can I do? How, how deep can I reach? How far up can I go? How far can I take this? And today's guest is absolutely not an exception to this. She is extraordinary. And it's so funny because we were a chance encounter that has led to this really amazing relationship and super deep and awesome discussions moving forward. But before I tell you all that, I should probably tell you who she is. So I'd like to take a moment to introduce you to my friend, Chris Dyer. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about her because she does some cool things. So Chris Dyer's calling is investing in people. She didn't put this in her bio, but she also says that like love is her superpower. And we're going to dive into that a little bit. She is a multidimensional co-creator, collaborator, can, and connector, coach, speaker, and author. I love all the C's in there. I like, love that. Her expertise to serve includes an extensive background, including the John Maxwell leadership team coaching and health and wellness coaching, plus 30 plus years, because she's only 32 for sure, of education and experience in healthcare, clinical education, and sales. Like, There's so much right there just to dig into. I'm so excited. She is the founder and CEO of three new startups, not just one, three. She uh, is involved with Chris Dyer Consulting. We're going to get her to talk about each of them. Positively Panache and Embellished Butterfly. She specializes in helping creative entrepreneurs get off their assets, in air quotes, write their own rules and create bold action and results for their business. Chris, I am beyond thrilled to have you on the podcast today. Well, thank you, Michelle. I am thrilled to be here with you and just carrying on this conversation another time to share space with you. Yeah. So Chris and I, I'll tell you now a little bit about our chance encounter. I was at an in-person event that happened to have vendor tables and Chris was there representing her embellished butterfly business. And she happened to have some items there that piqued my interest. And I thought, hmm, I may need to get my hands on those. So I said to her, hey, can you do custom orders? And she said, yes. And so I took her card and I thought, well, we'll just reach out and we'll do business because there's some stuff that I really wanted to do. 
that I can't tell you about. You're just going to have to wait and see because there's people going to be receiving this stuff that don't know it's coming and I'm not giving away the secret. So this is the chance encounter. And it led then to us having a Zoom call. And in that conversation, um, you know, we just sort of shared a little bit about who we are, what we do. And I started to share a little bit about my story and my family. And Chris lit up like a light bulb. And she paused in the middle of all this conversation and said to me, I've shared with you some very superficial things. And now I'd like to share with you some real backstory. And we got into the most inspiring conversation. And she literally took a piece of my heart home with her that day. Um, when she shared with me her backstory. And then of course I said, I need to have you on my podcast. I need our audience to hear what you're doing. But before we get into all that, see, I'm, I'm just like doing cliffhangers left, right and center today. Before we get into all of that, Chris, when, you know, you're in grade four and the teacher asks what you want to be when you grow up, all the amazing things that are in your bio, well, that's not even in the top 100 list. So tell me how you got to these three amazing businesses that you're running. Oh, gosh. If somebody would have asked me back then, I would have said, um, a scientist or a teacher. Um, so the teacher definitely has carried throughout my entire lifespan and career because I, I love, I love to teach and educate, mm -hmm. um, teachers having nurturing personality, right? Teachers convey information that's understandable to the person who's receiving that information. Um, and then the science part, well, I've just been a science nerd and a geek all my life. And I love embracing that side of me, that left side of my brain. Um, so in essence, I'm kind of a, and he, he, you're going to love this because I haven't even told you about this because I am curating a success series of how I consult and work with other entrepreneurs. And it's called, it's called the science of success. Cool. And it'll be a series because I've learned to realize and connect all of my knowledge, my education, my applied knowledge, and that's where the wisdom comes in. And kind of even now when I joke around in conversations, like, yeah, I give out wisdom cards all day long. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and so I was really discounting the value of what I do provide just by being who I am. And when you get to be this, this age in life, you've got quite a curated list of abilities, special superpowers, and, and just nuggets of wisdom that you can share and inspire other people while they're on their journey, right? You can help them up-level the image they have of themselves just by sharing stories. And, and that's what we do when we have a conversation. What I've also learned is I am an, a very good connector with human other humans. Mm -hmm. um, I love to look behind the curtain and see, I mean, I'll look at your heart, right? I'm not interested in what's on the outside Sure, we have businesses, we've done things, we whatever. It's like, who are you really being behind the curtain? Mm -hmm. Kind of like the Oz in the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. But um, connecting with people and, and seeing who they truly are and who are they being, not just what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Right? P people that are walking their talk, people that are acting in integrity when nobody is looking. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, and I know you'll have more questions to lead up on that. So that's 
that that was a pretty deep dive on the first question. <laughs> it was. So let's circle back to that a little bit and tell me which of those three businesses did you launch first? Embellish Butterfly. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about that one. What sure. did we do um, with Embellished Butterfly? What did we do with Embellished Butterfly? Well, I had been a, after all of the things that you mentioned in my bio, I actually began my entrepreneur journey in 2005 and I didn't really give it that much kudos. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an online opportunity. I was strictly a reseller and created a, a very successful business, supported my husband through school, got through kid, two, you know, two kids through school, through college, weddings and all the things. And I was a one woman show and I did that. Mm-hmm. So my work ethic is, un, well, there's a lot of people that work hard, but, but showing up because of the family was depending on me. Um, and I was able to be work at home mom because I, I've changed up an acting. It's not a stay at home mom. It's a work at home mom. I'm sorry. If you're a mom, and you're at home with kids. You're a work. You're working. You're a work at yep. home mom, right? As like, absolutely. You know, because people, society, just the just the paradigm that doesn't fully dignify what a mother's role is in the business of running a house. When you run a home, you're running a business. When you're running your personal life, that's a business. And then we have the business outside of all of that, that is the one that brings the income in that supports all the other things. So we actually, if you're a mom, you're running three businesses. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman entrepreneur, who's a mom there. Yeah. So anyway, we could talk about that another day. So when I transitioned my online business to, um, you know, things changed, life happened. My husband moved us three times in five years. <laughs> I really wanted to go a creative route. And it actually took me six years to really fully embrace what that was going to look like because of just all of all of, all of life going on. I actually came up with the name Embellished Butterfly in 2013. Mm-hmm. It was mine for the taking. The universe put that name out there for me. Uh, and then 2019, when I was ready to create some new momentum, that word, that that name was still there. So it was, it was meant for me all along. Embellished Butterfly is a creative business that creates custom personalized gifts using Swarovski crystals. And the reason it came about was when I was a young adult, I worked with a woman's only, we made jewelry. Mm-hmm. This is back in the eighties and gambling away my age, um, the 30 plus years you, you mentioned. And back then the, the, the jewelry was big and body and, and, um, just beautiful. And so we were making high-end boutique style jewelry with fancy Swarovski crystals. And most young women, a lot of young women love the sparkly things. And I mm-hmm. certainly, certainly loved playing in the sparkle. And I learned all the colors and the cuts and all the things and just understood the integrity of the Swarovski brand at a very early age. Mm-hmm. It's a very respected brand um, in, in all of all of the, the, the world. And her her demogra- her ideal demographic and client were middle to high end women's boutiques. So that subconsciously set the tone for the level of caliber of clients that I would be seeking that would appreciate custom made products with Swarovski crystals. Mm-hmm. Fast forward 30 years, you know, I thought I would make jewelry because that's what I knew how to do. Well, there's a lot of noise, Etsy, Artfire, a lot of different online 
sellers of handmade products and I didn't want to blend in and, you know, one, one of the first things I learned in my sales career is how do you stand out? How do you differentiate? And so for me, understanding where I differentiate, number one, number two, um, and, and I just lost my train of thought there. The differentiation was huge. Um, sorry, I just totally had a brain fart there. Oh, it's all good. We can still go all, back to it. You'll, it'll come to you. And when it does, you can just like shout it on out. Uh, oh, 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 here, here it is. Just like hey. that. When, when I, I, and have always been highly creative in multiple different arenas, not just sparkles and jewelry. You know, I do cake decorating. I do floral design. I do, you know, decorate around the house. I love to make things for other people. But when I create, I don't create for myself. For me, to make something for someone else, there's far more joy and gratification gratification by putting that love and intention in something that I'm going to give to someone else to make their day, lighten them, put a smile on their face, whatever. Um, so the transition of going from jewelry into making personalized items that were specific for the individual gives me a lot more joy and a reason to do it, mm -hmm. not just to create for myself. So Embellish Butterfly launched into a business shoot. Primarily create customized gifts with sparkle, mm -hmm. you know, because you can never have too much sparkle. <laughs> I am with you. This is why I stopped by your booth. I was like, Ooh, Ooh, that, that, that was a lonely thing. Long, long story short, and, and, all, and all the colors, right? I love all the colors. I want all the colors. And, you know, there's so many metaphors, even within the name embellished butterfly. I mean, butterfly is just a light, beautiful creature that lives a short time on this earth. They bring beauty wherever they go. They touch very lightly, right? There's no force. There's peace and joy and, and, and airiness that comes with it. And then to embellish something is to take something ordinary and make it extraordinary. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's encrusted with jewels, I mean, embellish um, in, in a positive sense. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what I do. I help take ordinary objects and create extraordinary beauty, happiness, and joy for other people. I love it. So I'm going to hold off on the rest of that. because yeah, You are, because <laughs> you're coming back to that one for sure. Um, and yes, she does make extraordinary things. And yes, the link to her store will be in the show notes. We'll get her to share that a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, because if you like sparkly things like I do, um, and I'm a boy mom, like everything in my house, everybody is a boy. My husband, my two boys, the dog is a boy. We had two fish. I don't know how you tell the gender on a fish, but they were beta fish. And my understanding is the colorful beta fish are boys. And we had a red fish and a blue fish. So even the fish in my house are boys. So I like a little sparkle that's just for me because I'm holding up the girl end of the universe here in my house. So that's what drew me to uh, Chris's booth initially. So it was all the pretty sparkly things. So thank you for sharing about that. And we are going to get back to why that embellished butterfly has more meaning uh, in a little bit. But now talk to me about the next business you launched. What was the second one? Positively Panache is a fun alliteration. The positively totally emulates how I show up. When I show up in front of people and in networking groups or just in, in the public, but also in how I show up, we, we talk about a digital footprint. 
mm-hmm. everything that I put out into the universe is going to have some something positive or inspirational about it. I don't, I don't, I don't live in a space where I give off negative energy. So, right. So everything that I do, everything I touch is going to have something positive or inspirational that creates impact. Uh, and the panache is a fun word that actually means an elevated sense of style and swagger. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's fancy. fancy. It's fancy. It's a little bougie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of joke around, you know, some people use the word bougie. It's like, yeah, I could be bougie and basic and everything in between. You know, I, I will just rise to the occasion, but I could also be comfortable in my boots and going out and doing the national parks and being outdoors and all that kind of thing. So I, I just, I love embracing all of it, you know, bougie to basic, um, but positively panache is a collaboration that helps to also support and market other creatives in their enterprise. Um, I love showcasing other women who are doing um, creative projects and, you know, true true creativity, true creativity is a work of the heart, Mm -hmm. right? When you are putting your art out there, you actually, it's a vulnerability. You're putting your art and you, you don't know how it's going to be received. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the, the silver lining behind the pandemic with networking virtually gave, offered the opportunity for me to globally connect with women all over the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really opened my perspective and increased my scorecard on my relationship building skills mm-hmm. and how can I serve them. And a lot of these women need more eyes on their business and a way for me to show up while I had had success online. Right. I already talked about that in the early part of my entrepreneur journey, but the second part of my success with embellished butterfly is that we have been able to market and showcase our items in five star five diamond hotels. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I have the capacity to sell online successfully to deliver impeccable service and a product that's durable and long lasting and on the shelves of a five-star, five-diamond hotel, there's nothing we can't help showcase and market. So um, that's just a testament for me being willing to show up in big places and not be not live in that fear mindset, right? But to also help other women to bridge that gap, right? If they're looking for online venues, if they're looking for ways to show up um, vendor shows, um, even even in other five star five diamond hotels, whatever the caliber of the, of the product. But anyway, um, I do collaborations and help create a retail wholesale environment. I'm I'm like a storefront for them, and we actually had a gifting program last holiday season where we did curated gifts for individuals, different coaches, and people in my space who wanted a done for them gift set. And so the gift boxes included two items for other other women creative entrepreneurs and then one from embellished butterflies. So they were getting a three piece done for you set gift box, customized and sent off to the recipient. And so all the marketing materials go in the box. So when they buy subsequent items from the people that made the items, they buy direct from them. They don't come through me. I just have that one, that one point of contact at the initial point of sale. Mm-hmm. So for me to be able to you know, talk about and, and showcase these other women, on my email blog and my social media when I'm showing them at vendor events and, and promoting them and talking about them and their business and tagging them in social media. That's, that's a blessing for me because I never wanted my business structures to be just about me. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. I do. I truly love that you, that was one thing that stuck out in our first conversation to me was this idea that you love to be shining a light on other people and helping them benefit from your growth and your learning so that they can then, you know, in turn earn the income they want for the life they want to lead. Again, part of the legacy building. Still not the main part we're going to talk about, though. If you haven't fallen in love with Chris yet, you're going to for sure when we get to that part. So tell us about your third business, Chris Dyer Consulting. Yes, thank you. Um, I have had the pleasure of, in this creative space, I, I... Creativity means a lot of things to a lot of people. And a lot of people will say, well, I'm not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. I like to challenge that thought because for me, creativity is going again, back to that Mm self-expression, right? And the full expression of who we are as humans. We all, every human on this planet has a gift and our job is to discover what that gift is and then give it away. Um, my gift of creativity is a through the products as a self-expression, but it's not about me. It's about the the recipient. Mm-hmm. But creativity for me has provided a quiet space to be introspective and reflective, right? And when we are in a healing process, it's actually very meditative. And when part of part of people who are healers are off of that part of the healing journey, even in, in part of my experience which we'll touch more on, um, quieting the nervous system, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's kind of, kind of creating that inner sanctum in your own mind, that, that quiet room where no one else can come that you get to pour into yourself. And we talk about healthy body, mind, and spirit. You actually get to heal all of them in your, in your creative space, whether it's a room in your house, you have a studio, wherever that is. So I call my studio, my creative my um, personal learning laboratory. Mm-hmm. And so in my, while I'm growing a business, not really appreciating in the beginning what it has manifested into, I've also been investing in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the growth, the reprogramming of my old identity into what it is today. And so through my journey and through my healing journey and all the experience all the knowledge that I have brought with me and invested in, I can now comfortably impart that on other women entrepreneurs who are also creating a mission and a message Mm -hmm. um, to clear out the old baggage, to step fully in their power, to shine the brightest light that they possibly can be only comes when we actually heal old wounds old emotions, repair the ego. And then, and then only then it's kind of like the butterfly, right? It's that metamorphosis, that cocooning stage that I had been in, in the creative space. Now I can fully show up and, and serve in a much bigger way. And so I got triggered <laughs> a couple of times. It's like, number one, who am I not being, who am I not serving by showing up as the fullest version of myself? Right. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't taking myself seriously. You know, I saw all the, all the sparkles and, and somebody actually triggered me. She, um, they, they asked the questions like, what, what's one belief about yourself that you wish you could change? And my, my immediate response was that um, I felt like people didn't take me seriously. Mm-hmm. People around me in, in my circles 
just saw me as somebody who plays in her crystals, just plays in her sparkles. She's not really contributing anything, whatever that old mind trash. And I, and it, that was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm the one that taking myself seriously. I wasn't the one realizing, fully realizing all these assets that I have acquired and invested in. So when you said, you know, getting all of your assets, yeah, us ladies do a good job of putting our skills and attributes on a shelf when we're busy taking care of other people. We're taking care of our families. We're always being in a place of servant. Those of us that are servant leaders and, and even nurses, I mean, my mother was a nurse. Nurses are the worst patients ever. Mm -hmm. My mom was a nurse too. I totally know what you're talking yes. about. And as servant leaders, we will always put ourselves last because that's what we were conditioned to do. I'm here to change that. Mm -hmm. When we honor ourselves first as our own soulmate, we honor our commitment to ourselves as being our first relationship in life. Mm -hmm. And then everyone else gets to, they get to be a part of, of who we are mm -hmm. when we can honor who we are. And so I know you're going to ask about, you know, the love being our superpower. Well, self-love is everyone's superpower. You know, and I, I've made a little bit of a movement around that mm -hmm. that ties into why we're here and who you've been able to connect me to. So being able to honor myself in a place of self-love and compassion has allowed me to heal, to move forward in knowing that there's nothing, no one can dampen the spirit. Mm -hmm. I... Yeah, see, people, I told you, you weren't going to fall in love with her. It is, there is no way you're getting out of this podcast without thinking that you need to know this woman, too. <laughs> she just is awesome. And don't you just love the way she speaks? Like, she just speaks such hope and optimism. It's just so inspiring to me. So... You are absolutely right, Chris. I love all three of your businesses. I love the thread that you have run through all of them in terms of the servant leadership, in terms of the idea of optimism and hope, in terms of having people re-explore, redefine, find what their assets are and take them out of their back pocket where they're sitting on them to actually doing something with them and contributing with joy into the world based on the things that they truly love and are good at. And that journey has been really incredible for you. And there's a piece of the story that I really want to zero in on, and it has to do with your embellished butterfly business. Um, I assume at some point it, it got kind of big and you were feeling like you needed some extra help. And I would like you to talk a little bit about that. And then the really extraordinary step you took to fill that void in your business. Yes. Um, well, and early on, I attended a, a women's conference in 2019, and the key word out of that whole conference was scale. Mm -hmm. How am I going to scale a creative business? And so I needed to become smart because anybody who has a hands-on creative type business, you're trading dollars for hours because you're limited by how much you can produce per the number of hours a day. Mm -hmm. So how am I going to scale this business? Well, it's not, 
the who, but the how, or the how, but the who, right? It's not <laughs> the Dan Sullivan book. It's who, not how. Who is going to help you, right? And you're, you're calling in additional resources in, in the various parts of your business. Um, so initially, because living in Colorado Springs at the time, it's a very heavy military community. There's three military bases. And because I had experience working in a production setting where I was reproducing similar designs, making mass quantities, and this woman was selling them at boutiques, I already had in my mind, oh, production work, piecework. Mm -hmm. I could hire military spouses and wives to be my production team mm -hmm. that they could work in the comfort of their own home. They could work around their family schedules and they can make a better than living wage by me providing the, the education and the materials. And they could help me scale by doing the work and they would be paid a piece rate. And that was going along. I knew to support that model, I was going to need to go retail and corporate. I was going to need volumes of work to be able to provide the work for the these women support and sustain that model. Well, then 2020 happens and we all know what that did for everybody's mm -hmm. business. Well, I continued showing up and connecting with women globally. And what's interesting is the very first Zoom I ever did, I actually hosted a family um, get together, family reunion on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And this is before I had the paid version. So we all got cut off at 40 minutes. <laughs> but having that family Zoom... It was, a, it was a week when everything was shut down. The first week, everything was shut down. It's like, that was my aha. It's like, people are craving community and connection. Mm -hmm. And so my redirection at the time was I offered women globally the opportunity to connect and create. Mm -hmm. And I had all this inventory. I didn't, I couldn't go sell it in a store, wasn't selling it online. So I actually put the kits together sent them out all over the country and we had zoom creative times little workshops that were two hours long and we and that and that provided a much needed service that women wanted they, they were creating the connection they couldn't go to the store they couldn't get in their cars and go visit families so i i connected women together for several months mm -hmm. um things opened up uh, we started having in-person meetings again and lo and behold I met a young lady who came to a vendor table that I had with all my sparkle. She was intrigued because sparkle just draws the people in. Mm -hmm. And we had a conversation and she introduced herself to me. She's like, um, you know, I have a business that matches adults with disabilities with their ideal employer. And it's like, oh, that's, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And so we both were in each other's space. She had planted a seed and, and I really didn't give it a lot of, thought after that, it's like, okay, that's, that, that's wonderful that you provide that service. Three months later, I get a phone call from her and she says, Chris, you know, I love your business. I, I love what you do. I have an, I have a client who would be an ideal production partner for you. And I thought about it and because I'm such an inclusive person anyway, and, I, and I'm always willing to stretch what that looks like, you know, not all diversity can be seen with the eye. Mm -hmm. And we had we had a, a meeting in her office. I met with this young lady and her mom and saw what a beautiful talent she possessed. She the only missing piece was 
Um, she wasn't ready to work outside of the home full time with an employer. You know, she's very high functioning. She has Tourette's. But what an amazing creative attention to detail and an eye for this just meticulous detail. And she saw, she showed me a little bit of what her work on her cell phone, just some pictures she had taken. She and her, both, both her mom were high creative, are high creatives. And it, it just, the light bulb went off. It's like, well, if I could teach somebody else on a Zoom call how to create what I do, I can work, I can stretch and work with this young lady to teach her what I can do. And she can reproduce mm-hmm. at scale what my original idea was, you know, a year and a half prior. And so I, I disbanded the idea of hiring military wives and spouses. Like, uh, no, this is definitely much more impactful for me to work with this young lady who has special abilities to give her the opportunity to earn some financial freedom to work on future independence, to potentially connect her with other individuals like her and Michelle, this is sort of why you and I are together mm-hmm. and critical thinking skills, um, self-trust, right? Being able to trust to make decisions and not be dependent on somebody else to tell her what to do, but she can think constructively and make decisions and, and um, gain self-confidence. And, and there's actually little exercises I would give her to kind of test her on that to, to see you know, what she would do, how she would respond. And she'd be texting me 10 minutes later. It's like, Hey, did you know this was wrong? Did you, could you tell that it, you know both sides weren't even, it's like, and it's like, yes, how would you fix that? You know, give her opportunity to, to really step up and excel. And it's, it's been a beautiful working relationship with her and her family. It's really, it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just her employer. I'm, I'm her partner in building life skills, not just, making money. It's more than just making about the making money. It's building life skills. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been, it's been a beautiful relationship for the past year and a half. And, and my goal is to continue growing that, keeping her busy by me continue to show up and market what she can do. I'm just the creative conduit, right? The creating mm-hmm. the creativity and the marketing come through me and I'm able to pass it on to her. So she gets what she needs. Mm-hmm. And to, and just to grow that concept and to have many more like her, mm-hmm. because she wants to be a contributing member of society as well. See, people, don't you just love her? Well, this is exactly when this is the piece of the story that Chris in our first meeting said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna open the curtain. I'm gonna peel back the curtain here. I'm gonna show you the little Wizard of Oz." And when she told me about how she has employed this young lady and Chris has a relationship with the young lady and her mom, and they are jointly working together to make this happen. Um, of course, I was so excited about that because it's not something I'd really heard about before. And truthfully, for my own son, it would make his life and my life, if somebody reached out to me and said, I have the perfect place for your son and I have the perfect employer and the safety level of that, um, me feeling safe, that he's okay, that he's safe. He's going to be taken care of. He's going to get to be productive. At the same time, he has differentiated needs and those needs are going to be accounted for by someone who values him as he is for me is so huge. So speaking 
from that mom perspective, I know how that mom feels and what that must have been like for her and what a joyful, pivotal moment for her to be able to say, here's this woman, this employer who sees my child's potential, not a lump sum of disabilities and sees that there could be a working relationship and sees that if everybody stretches and grows a little bit, you can make magic happen. Not just the sparkles, but the magic can happen. And you know, when you show magic in pictures, it's always got sparkles. So you think about it from that perspective. And then I think about it from the perspective of that young woman who Chris alluded to is not ready yet to work outside the home, but would very much like to be a productive member of society, would like to know that she's contributing into the world, who would like to know she's bringing joy to people through her creativity and her work that, you know, that's very fulfilling as well as she has some money to be able to do some things that she might want to do with. Um, you know, there's just so many wins in there. I think that's absolutely extraordinary. And this in my mind is what makes Chris, I mean, everything she does is awesome, but this makes you a legacy maker because you are reaching beyond you in everything you've done in all your businesses, you reach beyond yourself. You talked about the embellished butterfly and it's about who's receiving rather than you. Um, and when we talked about the gifts that we are doing, it's altogether very exciting. And she was super happy to do it for me. And I'm really thrilled. And again, I now know who's going to be making these gifts. That just makes me feel proud that that's where my money is going, that that's who I'm supporting, that I know where my money is going. It's not like putting it in a vending machine and you're like, I don't know where it goes when it leaves the machine or, you know, a big box store. And you're like, I'm not sure whose pocket this is going to end up in. In this case, I know, I know where it's going. And I feel so good about my contribution to Chris's business and to her, her employee, how that's all going to work out. That just makes me feel like in some way, shape or form, I'm contributing more. My money is contributing more to the fabric of our society than if I was going anywhere else. Love that. I love how your coaching business is all about helping women find and see their gifts and their assets, take them off the shelves or out of their back pocket, dust them off, put them on and go show up in the world the way you, you really want to show up as your best self. I love all those pieces. And of course, since then, Chris has connected me with other extraordinary women. And we just were on the call before we started recording that there's another one coming. And I've put Chris together with some really amazing people that I think she needs to know uh, based on some of the goals that she shared with me that she wants to accomplish. I'm like, I know some people you should have some conversation with. And when we show up and we this chance meeting has led to all of this. I want to just say, if you have this feeling at a chance meeting, like there's something more that you need to explore with the person you're talking to, then you should do it. Sometimes the world sends you clues. I approached Chris because she had sparkly stuff and I live in a boy house and sparkly stuff just appeals to me because there's so little of it in my world. <laughs> like I need some sparkles. And but then it's become this extraordinary relationship, so much so that I look forward to talking to Chris 
every time I talk to her, I'm inspired. I'm profoundly impressed by you, Chris, by your perspective on the world, by all of the things that make you, you, and so proud to be able to say, this is my new friend and all the world needs to meet her and, and putting you together with all these people. So you can continue to do that. It just, I just feel so amazing about that. And And again, I wish more people thought about things and were willing to. You had a chance encounter that led to your employee and you followed up on that and you were open to the potential opportunity, even though it was really different from what you had initially kind of imagined. And that openness has led to this extraordinary situation you have now. And I would encourage anybody, again, if you've got that feeling, that little feeling, that little butterfly in your stomach, if you will, um, that says, hmm, I think there might be something more here. Go explore it and see, because you just don't know where it's going to lead. Um, And Chris, I saw you were going to say something there and I just totally bulldozed right over you. So go ahead, share your thought. No, I just, um, in respect of your time, you know, you, you made the comment we met by chance and I'm going to challenge that. (laughs) There, there are no coincidences. And when we take the time to zoom out and look at the big picture, you, we all understand that everybody that we encounter is an opportunity to learn something about ourselves and to expand what we're here to do. Yep. It's absolutely extraordinary. And thank you. Chris has now challenged me twice. Um, so not in this podcast, there was another one before this and, and it was a good challenge. I like your challenges, Chris. It makes me rise to the occasion. So thank you. So Chris, tell us a little bit now about you've got some new things that you're moving toward. Um, and if you feel like you're ready to share a little bit about that, I would love for you to share with our audience some of the things now, the direction that you're moving in. Absolutely. Um, so yes, I, I let it chew on the the catchphrase, love is my superpower. Um, I have another woman entrepreneur who is creating a line of clothing, different giftware. She she does a different type of glitter. It's not crystals, but it's um, so it's uh, it's kind of like pressed on fabric, but, the, but they are sparkly. They are shiny, but they're flat. Um, love is my superpower. You know, if you want to wear that on a shirt or have it on a tote bag or a hat or different kinds of things, I... She's creating a, a site for me where people can shop. And then I am donating a portion of the profits to other nonprofits that are also supporting adults with special abilities and special needs. Uh, one of them is going to be um, the one that you introduced me to, um, Stacy, and in Texas, um, Love Has a Disability. I did not know that. Oh my gosh. And, and then there is another one, um, who, who is, uh, a dot sister in Idaho. She has a nonprofit called Lila's house and she is putting together schools for young adults, students who need a place to go to, um, and have support and education. Whereas the public school system is not adequately providing the needs and the services for um, students with special needs. Mm-hmm. So those are the two. So through the work that I do and show up, I am supporting others who are doing their respective work in, in regards to individuals with special needs. I love that. I absolutely love that. And there is 
another thing you're working on uh, that has to do with going away. Oh, are oh, you yes. are you prepared to share about that? <laughs> sure, sure. You know, oh, and I'm happy. I, you know what? I plant seeds every single day. Um, and I, it, it has occurred to me, I have manifested every single thing I've asked for and worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, okay, just, it's just time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, creating retreat areas that I can invite friends and family and loved ones of who have family members with special needs um, in different places of the world. Um, Vegas will be one of them, probably Oregon, but also in, in my coaching and consulting, working with my VIP clients, um, you know, for me, a way to express abundance is a life well lived in, in the gift of travel and adventure. Um, and I myself have been amazing places and I want to give that gift to other women because a lot of women would not be comfortable traveling by themselves Mm -hmm. in a group setting. So creating retreats for women to pour into themselves, honor themselves, have a step away from their regular routine, also pouring into their business at the same time. So it's, it becomes a business expense. It becomes a deduction, you know, when the, when they're filing their taxes on, but women going back to being the servant leaders, well, not put themselves first. And, and I want to offer them the opportunity to put themselves first at least a couple of times a year, whether it's within our own borders or internationally offering something for everyone at a different time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, lots, lots, lots going on. Lots going on. And I'm super excited to be, have a small part in, in what is happening with that. And and super excited for you to be able to share that out to our listeners. And I am sure, Chris, as people are listening to this and they're listening to your businesses and they're listening to your philosophy that's behind all of your businesses and the love that's there, that there are going to be people who might want to reach out to you. And I would strongly suggest, again, if you are someone who might be interested in partnerships, maybe Chris's idea of these retreats is something that interests you. Maybe that's you you might be wanting to have a conversation around potential partnerships. Um, You know, if you're interested in uh, finding out more about what Chris has done in terms of being an employer of someone with special needs and that process and what that's been like for her. If you're a parent who has a child and you wonder, much like I have, if anybody out there will want your child to be a part of what they're doing as much as you do, Chris is a great person to reach out and connect with. So Chris, how can they find you if they want to reach out and connect with you? Well, I am always very approachable. I make myself available on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, my website is chrisdyerconsulting.com mm-hmm. and chris at chrisdyerconsulting.com is my email. So Chris Dyer connects on LinkedIn, Chris Dyer consults on Facebook and Chris Dyer creates on Instagram. Oh, I love all of those. And if you didn't get a chance to write them down because perhaps you were driving or you're got your hands in some water, washing dishes, or you're busy doing something else, don't stress about it. There was a lot there. We will make sure all of that is in the show notes for you so that you can simply click on it to reach out to Chris. And I highly encourage you to do that. 
Um, as Chris said, she's a very skilled networker. She has a lot of people that she's she knows and continues to know. She likes to network, which is even better. And because of that, you never know what magic can happen if you reach out to have a conversation. So I highly encourage you to do that. If one of her businesses interests you, if you are like to know more about sparkly products, any of those things, it's a really good reason to reach out and connect with her. And I highly encourage you to do that. Again, Chris, you inspire me so much. I am so thrilled and humbled to have connected with you on at what at the very beginning for me was something very superficial. I just wanted some gifts, um, has become something so much more profound and so much more incredible and extraordinary. And I feel truly blessed to have people like you in my life. And again, for the audience, they say you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Well, I want to be like Chris. So I'm keeping her around and keeping her close because that truly, that level of inspiration motivates me on the daily to keep going with my own legacy, growing that and building that for my son. Well, for both of them, for being able to connect other people to extraordinary people because the reality is sometimes a sparkle of inspiration can grow into a flame that lights a huge fire in someone's stomach and allows them to be able to stretch and grow themselves to accomplish something they never, ever thought was possible. And you inspire that for me every day, Chris. So I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today, for sharing your superpower of love with all of us and for, well, making my sparkly gifts. That's going to be awesome. Um, but for more importantly than that, our friendship and the partnerships that we'll be foraging moving forward. Again, I absolutely adore you. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, you know what? The people who who we deem extraordinary don't really think they're extraordinary. They're just showing up doing what they do every day. So thank you for that. You are absolutely welcome. I'll send you the compliment every day if you need me to. <laughs> so again, folks, if you think that Chris is absolutely as amazing as I do, I highly encourage you to reach out and connect with her and see how you can be a part of the movement that she's creating just by wearing her superpower of love. Thank you once again, Chris. It has been absolutely wonderful talking to you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast, where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.